Hi, and welcome to Tea Talks with Chelsea. I am your host, Chelsea Johnston, and I'm so excited you came to join us. This is a safe place where you'll get to hear powerful women from all over sharing about how they make God the center of all relationships. So grab your favorite tea or coffee and let's talk. Hi, Jordan. Hello. (laughs) Thank you so much for having me on. I'm so honored to be on here tonight. It's been so long since I've been on one of these. And so I'm excited that it worked out tonight. So Jordan, without further ado, let's dive in. Yes, come on. Let's do this. Okay. (laughs) If everybody has their tea with me, raise your glasses. I got (laughs) water with Jordan. Water tonight because I don't (laughs) drink enough water. So I got to force myself. There you go. (laughs) Um, Why don't you just go ahead, introduce yourself, where you're from. Yeah. Yeah. You know, what's it like? So my name is Jordan Parkinson, like Chelsea said. Um, My husband, Alex Parkinson, and our son, Zion Parkinson, who just turned two today, we live in Charlotte, North Carolina. And so we used to live here um, when Alex and I were first married, and then we moved to Tennessee. We were there for a couple of years. And so we just moved back um, in June, which is super exciting. We're excited to be back, and um, we're close to our friends, Charlie and Bryn, which you've had both of them on, um, well, Charlie's had, or Sammy's had Charlie, and then yeah. we've had Bryn on here before. And so we're um, excited to be close to them and what God is doing in this region. And yes. um, we have a ministry, it's called the Zion Company. And so what we do is we, um, mostly we travel um, between the states and we've gone to Canada before and we visit churches, we bring revival. We bring healing to the, the region. We bring um, uh, signs, wonders, miracles. That's what we're passionate about. Um, but we also love missions. And so um, Alex just went to Africa in April and then in August um, for a while. Thailand was our big mission field. Um, that was before Zion was born. And so we were going to the Philippines. We went to China. We went to um, Thailand was the last country that I went to. And so that's really our big picture for a ministry. Like we're, I wouldn't say we're small, but we're not big yet. And so that's our big picture is that we can go and do our own crusades. We can go preach the gospel. We love salvation. And so um, that's kind of a little bit about us. Um, I grew up in Phoenix in North Dakota, moved to Nashville. So I was born to travel. Oh my word. (laughs) And so, yes. Um, that's a little bit about myself. And so, yeah, that is so you're like a globe trotter. <laughs> yes. I didn't even realize it till like I was older that I feel like I was born to travel. And so, um, that's exciting because when I was yeah. 18, I went to Nicaragua and that was my first international trip. And it was crazy because my passport didn't come till the day before we left which how many you know that's faith just you're like I was like if I'm not getting it I guess I'm not going but I'm excited to go to Nicaragua and that's where I was like I want to be a missionary I want to travel the world and tell people about Jesus and since then my vision has kind of grown and my um I guess you could say my revelation of God has grown um alongside that to to know what we have to give like at the time it was just, I'm going to tell people about Jesus, which is amazing. But yeah, 
so much more that God has to give to you. And so um, I think we've been to 13 countries collectively. So some wow. Alex has gone to, some I have, and then some together. So, yeah. Wow. <laughs> that is so cool. Yeah. <laughs> I've gone to Honduras for three weeks. That's awesome. Um, that was one ministry trip I've gone on and yeah. it was amazing. However, I did have uh, Judah, my firstborn at that time. Really? And so he, he didn't come with us. I had left my one-year-old at the Aww. time. <laughs> For three weeks. For three weeks. He, we set him up with amazing uh, family members and different yeah. people. There was like a different family every week. And so uh, the first week, he was actually with a family that is from Honduras. So he could experience what we were. So it was kind of fun. Yeah. That's I don't even know if he would like remember that because he was one year right. old. But what got my heart was when we called him midway. And he started to say, I love you, mama. But like in the, um, I, I was like, I can't. Time. That's sweet. Aww. It's very sweet that I got to hear it, but I wasn't, you know, like we all have our little, I'd like to be there for the first step and all right. that stuff, right? Exactly. Oh my goodness. Yes. So I can see that your husband's here. Woo hey, Alex. <laughs> he's like in the next door. I love Wait, you. I like room. <laughs> he's, he's bathing Zion. Oh, Taking one for the team tonight. <laughs> I love that. I love when our husband's can like collaborate with us because they know the yeah. destiny in you yeah. as you know the destiny in him. And so it's like this oneness, yeah. right? <laughs> so so now that you are, you know, you have your own family now. And, yeah. and like you were saying, uh, Taiwan was your last a ministry trip or missions trip that you've gone on. Um, Thailand, yeah. Right, Thailand. And so yeah. I want to talk a little bit about uh, what you're doing now. Yeah. <laughs> which is the business side of it. Right. Well, um, a little bit about business. Like I grew up in church. I knew I wanted to do ministry. I went to a couple ministry schools and it was kind of interesting over the past few years is that I, I had this idea that I'm called to ministry. Like, yeah. and obviously we are called to ministry. We're called to the nations, but I want to propose something. Like we know the verse that the callings and giftings of God are without repentance. And so what I want to propose is what if we have more than one calling, you know, what if we have more than one assignment, you know, obviously we have more than one assignment, but what about what more than one calling? And, um, that's something Alex and I have talked about before about like, I know there are some people who are solely called to ministry. But there are some people who are called to do ministry and business alongside of each other and be successful with the Lord in both in both lanes, you know, that, yeah. that they're both blessed. They're both successful. And I love, um, I, I just love the idea of business because God, God wants to give the kingdom resources. And he, he, we have these plans and these um, ideas that we want to do, but what about the resources that go into the kingdom, you know? And yeah. so um, that's just something I've grown a little bit more passionate about um, over the last few years. And I think God has kind of opened my eyes to see that it doesn't have to just be ministry. Like right. you can, like if God's called you to do business and ministry, it's going to, you're going to do it successfully with the Lord, you know? And so um, that being said, 
it's just been interesting how um, right now I have an online business as a consultant with Arbonne, which Arbonne, if you haven't heard of Arbonne, is a, it's a health and wellness company. Um, we have lots of nutrition, we have makeup, we have skincare, um, but it's mainly focused on clean, toxic-free um, ingredients in their products. And so I've just become more and more passionate, not just about miracles, not just about healing, but what about health? You know, right? What about the body being healthy? And come on, preach that. Oh, um, there's stories about generals who were powerful men and women of God who maybe lived half their life because they weren't healthy, you know, and their callings were cut short because their lifestyle wasn't healthy, you know, and and so there there's the verse um third John two that I pray that you may prosper and be in good health, you know, like, I don't think God's just, um, all about healing our sicknesses and then we get sick and then he heals us. And then it's a cycle of healing. Like I, right. I, I'm convicted that the Lord wants a healthy body. Right. Know? We can't keep on eating like pizza and McDonald's and whatever. Right. And then <laughs> say, please God heal my gut and then keep eating that stuff and expect right. it to be healthy. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And totally so, with you. And I think the Lord is kind of um, opening eyes, a, a lot of people's eyes to this, like in this day, especially with COVID. Like, you know, we know COVID affects um, mostly people who have comorbidities, you know, who aren't necessarily healthy people. And God yeah. can heal those people and he wants to heal those people. But I also know that God cares about our health. Yeah. Like, living a healthy lifestyle. And so, um, that's just what, one thing that I love about this business that I've been doing. I've done a few other businesses here and there, but this one I feel, um, the most passionate about because I get to help men and women with their health, um, where they may not know exactly what to do, but I get to help them, um, with their health and live more of a toxic free life. And so, mm. That's a little bit about my business and just what what this last season has kind of been a little bit yeah. more invested in alongside our ministry. And so I love that. I love it. Look, like so many people agree with you. Yeah. Like just on. so many people are like, yes, I I agree with this. Like yeah. this is so good. And um I just think that it's so important. So important yeah. to have right health as you know your health and your mental health and your business health and your ministry health it's all a plays an effect because it's all god right so you know it's just so important yep. and it's like we are we're a spirit and we're saved you know our spirit's saved but we also have a soul and we live in a body and so um if we want to live a long life these are different ways that you can like invest in living a long life on earth, you know? Yeah. And, and so I want to make the most out of my life. You know, I want to live a long life. Like I heard someone say, I don't just want to live to see my grandkids, but I want to live to see my great grandkids and my, maybe even my great, great grandkids, you know, and that would be cool. Um, that's something I'm passionate about too, is that we don't often think about legacy and, um, just 
the length of life. You know, right. we think about now, which Jesus did say, like, don't worry about tomorrow. But there is some wisdom in thinking, like, I want to live a long life. So what am I going to do now? You know? Yeah. And so that's what um, Alex and I get to do with this business. And we we get to support our family at the same time. We get to support the gospel and what we're doing. And so um, it's been really cool um, getting to do this this year. And so that is so cool. And you started when? When did you um, start? Well, I started a little later in the year last year, but um, it wasn't until later this year that I've kind of got more involved in it. Okay. Yes. That is so, and you said it sells makeup. So are you actually supporting Arbonne, Arbonne yeah. makeup right now? So all of my makeup right now is Arbonne except my Girl. lips. And so. <laughs> Show and it off. It's nice because it's natural. And I've always thought natural makeup was kind of sketchy, but it's pretty. Like yes. I love their makeup. And so it works. So what does a day for Jordan look like? Yeah. Um, <laughs> That's a huge question, but. <laughs> this is something we're still figuring out. Because, <laughs> which we, like I mentioned in the beginning, we have a two-year-old. His name is Zion. He's yeah. wild. He's amazing. He loves Jesus. Um, but and basketball. <laughs> he, yep. He got a basketball hoop yes. for his birthday today. One of those plastic ones. And... Um, but since he was born, this is still something that Alex and I have been trying to figure out is like how to do life with a baby mm. as well as like doing things that we know we need to do. And so like in the mornings, Alex and I are night owls, but we want to be morning people. And so it doesn't always happen. Ooh, Sometimes you're burning the candle at both ends. <laughs> right. And so because for all you parents, you know that once the baby goes to sleep, you're staying up for a few hours. You're chit-chatting. You're going to watch a show. And then the next thing you know, it's like 2 in the morning. And you're like, I better get to sleep. And Zion actually goes to bed late. So that doesn't help. But he sleeps in till like 1030. So praise the Lord. I think that's okay. in itself. But <laughs> What? He sleeps in till 1030? 30? He's you a good have a blessed. <laughs> <laughs> oh and my so gosh. we get up, we try to get up before him. We can enjoy our coffee and tea because I like tea too. And um, we, we make time to read the Bible when we can and pray. Um, but it's, it has been a little tricky being a parent. Like I feel like me personally, I have a hard time adjusting to transitions mm -hmm. and like, new things in life. And so when we became parents, we've moved a couple times since then. And um, it's, it's been hard to get in the groove of life alongside raising a child who doesn't want to play by himself. So you're always with him. Um, and so Alex has done a good job with um, like, we make time for each other to have each other's space, I guess. And so, like, if I want to work on my business, Alex will watch Zion. If Alex wants to pray, I'll watch Zion. And we kind of take turns, which that's kind of the... The teamwork. That's what we're talking yep. about, right? Yep. That's the teamwork. And that's kind of what has been working the best for us lately. And so... So good.
but it's a little tricky because our schedules different often we travel sometimes um like when alex went to africa i was home with zion and so you kind of get used to that and then he comes home and you gotta just adjust every <laughs> week and so but we we've been trying to learn alex is better at this but you know how paul says to pray unceasingly and yeah. so you kind of have to train your mind to just take the moments that you have to be with the Lord. Like that's kind of the biggest thing for me is I want quality time with the Lord and the Lord's like any time with me is quality time. You know, any, any moment that you spend with me, I love. And so like if you're doing the dishes or the laundry and, um, or you literally only have 20 minutes to spend with the Lord, like he, he blesses that. And so that's just been, maybe a struggle for me is to find that time, but the Lord is gracious. And he's, um, he, he says actually to run boldly to the throne of grace when yeah. you need it, you know, not, yeah. not just when you don't need it, but when you need grace, come to me. And, and so, um, he's overflowing with grace, which I'm definitely thankful for as we figure out life. And, um, I'm sure a lot of people feel that way where, yeah. The life feels like you're juggling and you don't really know what, where to find God. And so, um, that is key. Yeah. Quality time over quantity. Yeah, it's true. And that's hard for me. Like I said, my love language is quality time. If I, <laughs> I want to spend time with Alex, like let's have a deep conversation. And, um, yeah, and so, I feel you. <laughs> so that reflects on the Lord where I feel like if I don't have an hour, I don't have time to spend with the Lord, but, um, I would challenge you if you feel the same way as I do is like, do you have 10 minutes, you know, yeah. to read a, a chapter of the Bible? Do you have 15 minutes, even five minutes? Do you have five minutes to sit and set your mind on the Lord, you know, and over time you're, you, you're training your mind to set your mind on him, even in the daily things, you know? And so, Wow, that is so powerful. Like that there's something on that though, Jordan. Like I really felt it when you said that that there were many people who were who who are watching here or even listening that um you know, you you've just you find yourself at the end of your day and you're just like I didn't even take time with God and or yeah. you you know and a day goes by and then another day goes by and another right. day and you're like at the end of your week and you're like oh I I hadn't even spent one time with God when it's not the length of time that mm -hmm. you spend with God that's so important but the yeah. quality time right and at five minutes right and I want to encourage you guys like yeah we know the story about Mary and Martha where Mary's sitting at the feet of Jesus and Martha's preparing dinner she's doing the dishes she's she's getting frustrated because she would like some help yeah. and Mary's sitting with Jesus and um I remember reading that story, just thinking, Lord, I just want to be a Mary. I just want time to sit at your feet. But the Lord spoke to me and he said, you can be a Mary while doing Martha things. Come on. And like, there's a time to sit at his feet and there's a time to spend that quality time with him. That hour after the, the baby goes down, you know, but there, the Lord equally honors mm -hmm. when you're a Mary while doing Martha things, you know, 
while you're doing the dishes, while you're um, changing diapers, while you're um, cleaning up toys, you know, yeah. like the when you set your mind on the Lord in the busyness, it may look like a Martha, but you're being a Mary as right. you're going throughout your day, you know? And so the Lord encouraged me with that is that I know you want quality time with me, but you can still be a Mary in the busyness, you know? Yeah. Let and me tell so, you, there is prayer going on when diapers are being changed. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Woo, Lord, yeah. help me through this. Yes. <laughs> You're like, Ben, I need you. Right? <laughs> but it's true. It's like, I think I've had to learn that over the years. And it wasn't easy for me to learn that you can... You can touch heaven while you're doing changing diapers, you know? Yeah. And it's amazing how even with your children, like you think you need an hour of solitude, but what about worshiping with your children in the room, you know, and, and them seeing your example of worship in the busyness, you know, and it teaches them because kids learn by example and they learn by watching you. And so it teaches them to, to worship God in the middle of your day, you know? And so, um, that's just something I've been learning. I'm still learning. It's not easy for me, but it's something I remind myself if I'm getting anxious or if I'm getting frustrated or I feel like, um, I don't know, shame for not spending time with the Lord. I remind myself one run, run to his throne of grace and ask for it because grace will empower you to do what you want to do. But also to remember that um, heaven is here. Heaven is in you and around you. It says in the gospel, it's in you and it's around you. And so um, one of our friends says, you're one thought away from an encounter. You're one thought away from touching God. You're one thought away from um, encountering the Lord. And so, if we would think of it that way, man, I just need to set my mind on things above. I just need to meditate on the Lord, you know, in the middle of my day. And that will change um, how your walk with the Lord is, you know? And yeah. so, yeah, something I'm <laughs> learning. <laughs> I love your vulnerability because this is something that, you know, I think we all need to learn is to not always think that we need all of our eggs lined up properly right in order to be able to give advice right like that's that's something that we all need to understand is that we're all learning through these things that God is teaching us and so I'm I'm so grateful for your vulnerability to say that you know like I am still learning this (laughs) right and I I ask myself like how do you not have this down after two years of motherhood but it's still a struggle for me oh Um, I'm almost going to have a 13 year old in my house soon and I still don't know what to do. You just got to go with it, right? Oh yeah. Every morning. I have no idea. You can't, you can't put all the pressure on you to, because God is so gracious and so kind and um, he, he loves those moments. And so um, I've just had to learn to not be so, like have so much pressure on myself to do and be a certain way to the Lord, you know? And like, I remember one time the Lord showed me that 
when you feel pressure, you, you need to ask the Lord for love. Like you love should be your motivator, you know? And so when you remember like, man, I love the Lord and he loves me. It kind of shifts your mindset a little bit with how you're feeling. And so that's, that's how we've been trying to go throughout our day to answer that. <laughs> we don't know. <laughs> That's the best answer ever. So how do you do this? How does this work out? I have no idea. <laughs> right? You tell me. <laughs> oh, yeah. my goodness. I hope everybody is listening because Jordan, she's like, she has so much greatness in her and just like the words and the advice that you're listening to right now this is good stuff this is like practicality 101 you wake right. up at uh what time <laughs> we try to get up at seven michael's seven but it's not it's about 9 30 10 right now so baby <laughs> right because the baby wakes up at 10 30 <laughs> right we're like so if that's we could not get, my get up before him we'd have yeah two hours to spend with the Lord. And so, oh my goodness. <laughs> oh, that is so good. So good. So good. Wow. Do you have um, any projects coming up that you can share with us? Yeah. Um, when I read this question, I think, I think we only have one project. Do you hear my baby? Yeah. <laughs> nope, he's still awake. <laughs> he, he stays up late too. And so it's That's why he sleeps revival. Up. <laughs> schedule and so there you go but um we do have one project coming up and it's really just in the beginning stages of it awesome um but we're planning a trip to uganda and so um sometime next year we want to go to uganda um alex is connecting with people when he went to benin he connected with someone who knew a friend of ours in the states and had had her come so we're um figuring that out right now. Okay. Um, like I said, it's in the very early stages, but we're excited because one, I'll get to go this time and Zion will get to go on his first mission trip. And so oh, wow. I know that will look like um, going to a few villages and preaching and hopefully we'll be able to do a crusade there too and um, preach the gospel. And um, like I said earlier too, we, we love Asia and that's felt like our mission field, but with COVID and stuff, it's not very open. And so right. we feel like this is a door that the Lord is opening for us. And so that's, uh, that's like the only project that we have in the works right now, but God can surprise us. And do oh yeah. And so we'll see. <laughs> Doors are going to open. Yeah. This is interesting. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Benin. That's awesome. Alex was telling me that Benin is the birthplace of voodoo. And so. Oh, wow. Um, Where is Benin, by the way? I'm very not good with this stuff. <laughs> so it's um, the western coast of Africa. Um, okay. You know where Nigeria is? I believe it yeah. borders Nigeria. So okay. it's a, a little bit of a small country, but they had fun. Um, it was a little bit tougher of a mission, but. The Lord still touched people. People were getting saved. They mm. went to hospitals and a little boy got healed of malaria and he got up shouting, I'm healed, I'm healed. And like oh. he had a fever and everything and that, that fever broke. Um, and then they went to the morgue and prayed for a dead guy. And so, but he <laughs> dead guy. <laughs> he didn't get raised up that we know of. Okay. Maybe did after they left. But 
So they had fun there. And it's worth a shot. I mean, like, right? the guy can't really lose anything at that point. <laughs> right? And how many dead people are going to raise up if we don't pray for them? You know? Right? Got to pray for them. And so they had fun. My friend Taryn in the room, she went um, with the team as well out to okay. So him, her and her husband, David. And so they had oh. fun. But I'm excited to go to Uganda because it's been yeah. over two years since I've um, been traveling um, internationally. And so I think I was like five months, five or six months pregnant with Zion. And I got to preach to these girls in Thailand. And yeah. um, they all got filled with the Holy Spirit on Pentecost Sunday. And it was awesome. Wow. So we're excited to go back or yeah. go to Uganda for the first time and so yeah and spread your wings yes <laughs> yep and I can just imagine Zion running around with all the kiddos and having the time of his life so good and it's exactly what you're doing you're influencing your child and yep. he's going to be you know used to this type of living and like you said revival time <laughs> that's such right. a cool word because yes. it's true they get used to it and yeah. and so I just totally see him doing that more often and on yeah. his own, like right. when he's older. Well, he, he, it's wild to me how much I do um, learn by watching us because um, I remember we were at church and Alex was worshiping and Zion goes, preach, preach. And I thought he was going to run up to Alex because I was like, yeah, daddy's going to preach. And he ran right around Alex and grabbed the microphone and Zion <laughs> wanted to use the microphone. And so he watches us and he learns and um, he says, amen when we pray and stuff. And so um, it's cool because um, I guess this is a little off topic, but my parents were saved um, before they had me and my brothers and sisters right. and they had to learn to walk with the Lord. But, the Lord planted seeds in, in them to sow into us, you know? Wow. And so it's cool how generation after generation can grow deeper and deeper in love with the Lord and yeah. um, involved with uh, ministry in the kingdom of God. And so for Zion, now he doesn't know anything other than worship and um, ministry and preaching and praying. And it's a good um, so it's really cool. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my goodness. This is yeah. so good. Yeah. I love this. Me um, too. <laughs> uh, before we wrap up, cause we're going close to the time. Yeah. Um, but, and there were so many more things I wanted to ask you, but this has been just so fruitful right. and good and yes. rich information for everyone who is listening. I hope you guys are taking notes because <laughs> <laughs> you take notes with your pen. <laughs> right. But, um, you know, juggling motherhood and entrepreneurship and ministry life as well. Yeah. Um, what advice can you give everyone who's who's listening, who's watching uh, a whole of like, what advice can you give to just keep close to God yeah. through juggling all of those? Right. Well, I have um, a little bit of advice. Um, trying to think which piece do I want to start with? But um, I guess the first thing I want to talk about is we hear a lot about how um, about um, 
discerning the times and seasons, you know, and, and I believe that speaks about um, corporately the body of Christ, the times and seasons of what, what is God doing on the earth? And that's important. Um, there are incredible prophetic voices who can discern the times and seasons and what God's doing in America, despite what it looks like, you know, but um, as I was thinking about this broadcast, the Lord was showing me that even personally, we all have our times and seasons, you know? And so before I was in ministry or before I was a mom, I was doing ministry with Alex. We would travel probably twice a month, two weekends a month. And um, Alex would preach and I would be able to minister alongside him and prophesy. And um, now motherhood looks a lot different with ministry. You know, we're still involved and uh, or Zion and I can go as much as possible with Alex. Right. But um, oftentimes there's not childcare. So I'm hanging out with Zion and it's a little different. It looks so much different than what it did before Zion was born, which is okay. But um, I think it's important to discern the times and seasons because um, once I became a mom, this became a little bit of a frustration for me on how I can be involved in ministry and still be mom and like just kind of juggling these things. And the Lord was just saying like, um, sorry, someone's calling me. <laughs> hey, not right now. We're interviewing. <laughs> right? And so um, just encouraging me that it's okay if the season looks different. Come and on. it's okay if um, you can't do everything that you did in the last season. You know, and um, I began to think about different couples in ministry and how um, I'm like, I can't, I can't be preaching right now. I can't be prophesying um, alongside my husband. And it was like a discouragement for me, but the Lord was showing me like, think about the, the people in ministry. They either have grown kids who are yeah. a little bit older who can take care of themselves or they don't have kids. And <laughs> um, just encouraging me that it's okay to be right where you are. And right. that kind of gave me just a, a bit of encouragement to lean into my season that I'm in right now and make the most out of where I am right now. And so whether that looks like ministry or like, like the other day I went to the grocery store and got to pray for this old lady. Cause she was oh. like, told me she was um, feeling lonely. She was like 90 years old. And oh. um, she was like crying when I prayed for her. And it just was cool because um, even though it doesn't look like ministry that I know, and knew before motherhood. Um, it's just, I guess I don't know how to say it perfectly, but um, it's okay if you're in a different season than you used to be. And because even though it looks different, God's still in your season. You He's know? still God's, the same God. Right. God's still in your season. And um, I think we get so used to this performing mentality that we have yeah. to be doing something in order to, to, for people to think you're anointed or this and that. And there's just this pressure that gets put on you with ministry. And the Lord's like, it's okay. Like you don't, it doesn't have to look like that right now. And yeah. eventually your kids are going to grow older and you can 
have more of a space to do ministry with Alex, but it's okay right now. You know, it's okay that, um, that your season looks like this. And so I've been able to enjoy motherhood without that pressure to always be involved in something ministry wise, you know? And so that saying that, um, the Lord just gave me this word about the rhythm of God and like finding the rhythm of God in your day to day and in your season, um, is what is going to be the most, um, joyful and full of life when you're just moving with the Lord and you're in that rhythm with God through motherhood and business and ministry. And so that's something that I wanted to encourage people. Like if you're not in the season that you think you want to be in, like pray and ask God, what does this season look like? And, um, and the Lord will encourage you in that. And so, yeah, that's just something that I, um, really felt on my heart is that find the rhythm of God, no matter what season you're in and that, um, it's okay where you're at because Mm -hmm. God's there, you know? And so that's just a couple things that the Lord has encouraged me personally, because it hasn't been easy to be in a different season, you know, and not being able to have as much time with the Lord and been able to do as much with Alex. And so, um, the Lord was just like, it's okay. Like, yeah, it, it doesn't have to look like that every season. And I'm still proud of you. I'm so pleased with you. If you set, set your heart on the Lord. God, God loves that. And doesn't, you don't have to feel pressure to look a certain way in each season. And so Aww. anyways, <laughs> no, that is so good. And again, there's like this theme tonight of like yeah. partnering with your husband and yeah. how you can call each other's destinies out yeah. by supporting one another. It's so beautiful, Jordan. I love this. Thank <laughs> you. This is awesome. This has been Tea Talks with Chelsea. I hope you enjoyed the conversation. If you want to hear more ideas on how to apply this in your own life and the real world, subscribe to the podcast. You can also leave a rating or review and join us next episode with another powerful woman and what it looks like for them to place God in the center of all relationships.